Black magic. I like to talk to you about dangers, mysticism. Not mysticism per se, of course. The half-baked sort of magic practiced by someone who thinks he knows it all, who is in reality has hardly opened the door. Bob was a perennial student, always seeking new knowledge. The time I met him, he was fascinated by mysticism, cultism. You were both aboard a ship, headed for Bombay. Of course, we became fast friends. Bob attracted by the hints I gave him about his studies. I found his eagerness to learn charming and refreshing. Didn't see Bob for several months after we landed. He wandered off across India, while I had some business to attend to with some thousand-year-old teachers of mine in the mountain regions. However, on my return to Bombay, I found that Bob had booked passage for home on my ship was bursting with newfound pride. Look at me, he said with a self-satisfied grin. You see, before you're a full-fledged mystic, wait till you see what I can do, I chuckled. Learn the Indian vote trick or what? But it developed that Bob, though still a nephophile, had gone a step further than the vote trick. He spent his time with the yogis. I learned their tricks of making things disappear to another dimension. Of course, he didn't know where the things went or how to bring them back. But he had the first pot of trick down pat. What, she laughed, holding up a glass of water from my cabinet table. All I have to do is say, I don't believe the gla- this is a glass of water exists. And presto. Sure enough, glass of water appeared. Disappeared into thin air, it was an old trick, but always a fairly effective one. I smiled, but I was worried, Bob, remember. Be careful with your knowledge, it can be dangerous, you know. Puss. The yogis do it all the time, answered Bob. They told me that everything is this, only an imagination to be older. It's all a matter of willpower. It works on anything. There's little more to it than that, it, than, than simple willpower. I tried to write for up, but Bob wasn't to be stopped. Why, if I don't believe that a fan up there exists, he simply, he simply just doesn't, said Bob, and the fans it vanished. I don't believe that chair exists. I don't believe the hairbrush in your hand exists. Bob was chuckling with amusement, a breast in in my hand. Things were disappearing all over the cabin as he went on. Bob listened to me. I said, there are twists and turns in this business. You haven't had any time to learn. Suppose by mistake you should make yourself disappear. You what? That you want to... That you want to keep. Why won't you be able? You wouldn't be able to bring it. Why wouldn't you be able to bring it? Why? Who could say that what exists in this whole world? Because I don't even exist, Bob. I said it's too late. Sometimes, in fact, Bob, I really believe I don't. Is it? And suddenly, when he stood, there was nothing. The blank cabin wall. Bob's stag was gone completely. Has he hasn't been seen since. Oh, I've seen him in a few times, naturally. He comes to visit me occasionally when the moon is right. But now he's one of those. Well, that's an entirely different story. We'll go into it some other session. But for now, goodbye and pleasant dreams.